Hey guys, welcome to Awakening the Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. We hope you enjoy what we have in store. Hi guys, welcome back to Awakening the Podcast. I'm Reagan. Noah. I'm Carter. I'm Cole. And we're so glad that you're here. Um, we just kind of wanted to explain. We know that we've been gone for what feels like forever. Um, but we kind of just wanted to update you on how our break, how our time away kind of went. There were some updates that were made it. So we kind of wanted to give you guys a little look into kind of how this season and kind of how this next chapter is going to look. Um, Cole? What? I don't know. You're doing pretty good. You no, could go ahead. I don't. No? No. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so I kind of see this as almost like a fresh start. Like we have, you know, we still have our backbone and we still have what we have been doing, but this is also just kind of an opportunity. We took some time to, to, to breathe. We took some time to just kind of step back and we just took some time off and, and it was good. I think it was good for all of us to take some time off, but it's like, yeah, we're ready to get back into it. And we've also been, I, I don't like that. This is, I don't know where I'm going with this guys. We've also been spending, I guess, we could kind of talk about where we've been and the Lord's been doing a lot in our lives. The Lord has been doing a lot in our lives. Yeah. I might cut my little stumble out there or I might leave it in. I don't know, but I I guess we could just go around and kind of share how things have been going. So Carter, I'm going to pass the baton to you. The baton. We don't actually have a baton. I wish we had a baton. Maybe we should get one. A talking stick. A talking stick. We should get us talking stick. Yeah. I mean, I have a pen in my hand. That kind of counts. I guess. I guess it counts. No, but yeah, the Lord's been doing, I don't know, just a great work in my life. He's been really teaching me and showing me how good his faithfulness is and how just overwhelming and loving his grace is. I grew up in church all my life, always hearing about the Lord's grace and thinking like, oh yeah, his grace is just something that like, you know, saves you from hell. But it's like literally his grace meets me in like the deepest darkest parts of my life and he's shown me over these last several months that he wants me to know him and he wants to know me and do life with me and it's just been such a such a beautiful thing that's just it in a nutshell it's really good we can go into detail later but you know no what's been your thing just life you know just you know you know his voice changed made some changes bro um, life has been, Lorraine trying to tell me to be quiet, but I'm trying to be authentic, so. I didn't even um, say anything. <laughs> um, no, it's been really good. It's been, the break was needed. Uh, obviously, it wasn't planned for us to take this break, but um, God works all things out for those who love him. And I think that's one of the things that we needed was that break, because it was overwhelming and kind of unstructured for the first part of this podcast. It was really good, don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I love being back and I'm so excited for what the Lord's going to do forward and what we're going to do and what God has put on our hearts to do. Um, but anyway, for as myself, what God's been putting on my heart, I think this last year, it's just been um, intimacy with him, loving him, knowing what it's like to love him, what that really looks like and how he loves me. I think so long in my life, I've looked at him as, or at least my Christian walk, looked at him as not happy with me, um, angry at me and those kind of things when I sin, when I fall short. And so my relationship with him over this time has improved a lot and just really getting intimate with him, loving him, 
knowing him and trying to do my best to love my family around me. And that's just kind of where my life's been, knowing what getting married in this year in October. So knowing what that looks like, what a husband looks like. Now hold on, that hasn't been announced to anybody that well, watches Well, now it's yet. yeah, now it's it's out there. Yeah, there you go. I got engaged over our little break that we had. August fifth was my engagement. It was beautiful. I love it. I'm super happy, super excited, nervous, all of the emotions coming because it's coming quickly. Mm-hmm. But knowing what that's like to look like a godly husband and leading my fiance right now as a man, godly man, has been a challenge. But just to learn what that's like in God's word is such a beautiful thing by his spirit. But yeah, I guess that's where I've been. Loving it. Oh, I'm loving it. Um, (laughs) Nope. but, But God is rich in mercy and his grace is sufficient. So I'm super happy about where he's been and where he's taken me. And like Carter said, we can get into it in the future more about where we've been. But um, yeah, that's where I've been this past year or whatever it's been. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say my break was learning patience. Patience with myself and with others. And what comes along with that is self-control when it comes to rushing myself through school or into a position, a job, things like that with my friendships and relationships, knowing what biblical patience is, was a huge learning curve for me as a person that rushed myself through high school to moving out through my first year of college, just very much had an idea of what I wanted to do. So it was a huge change having to rely on the Lord for his instruction, which obviously takes a lot of patience just because he has a, he has no time frame, but we do. So we're seeking answers. We're seeking conclusions when he just wants us to be in that in between in the moment, relying on him, which comes with a ton of challenges, obviously just Every learning curve is going to take time, which is patience in itself. And that's the hardest part is it's it's a foundation of something in every aspect of your life. But we'll kind of go into this, but it's been learning patience with the podcast and with people and the patience of producing and getting everything correct the way that we want it to. So as you can kind of tell, we only have four people where previous seasons you've heard from multiple prior to this. Um, So things have shifted a lot for us, which I could probably speak for us. It took patience, it took time, it took adjusting. So that was one of the biggest learning things for me and I I thank the Lord for it. But I kind of wanted to bring that up and we'll dive into that. Yeah, definitely. I think the direction this podcast is going, you you know, at first we didn't really have direction for it. I I approached these guys, I think, in a parking lot at Applebee's, and it was just like, hey, guys, you want to start a podcast? I had this idea, and and we did it. And it was, I don't want to say it was a mess, but it was disorganized, and we brought a lot of people on, and then this happened to this, and this, this and that, and these and those, and and different people that were with us before in this podcast, you know, they kind of took some different directions with their life. 
Uh, Brody was a full-time host, and he stepped down from being a host on this show. Uh, not for any bad reasons or anything. It's just his life kind of took him in a different direction. He has some exciting things coming up, and that... I don't believe we have permission to share here, mm -hmm. but, but we're excited you'll... to see where it goes. Oh yeah, and I am pretty sure that most people that listen to this now is either already know or they're gonna know what he's gonna yeah. be doing here soon. So uh, exciting stuff on the horizon. I didn't actually give a recap on myself, so I'll do that here real fast. My life has been, you know, also, I guess in a sense, I've had to learn some patience as well. I've had some things come up in my life. Some uh, kind of learn. Had to learn some things. About myself and have gone through a lot of I don't Reagan why right in, now <laughs> uh, context I am taking photos which you can see on our Instagram out awakening the podcast. Okay, slow to yeah so behind the scenes stuff but <laughs> my brain is I didn't come as prepared for this as I should I'll just be okay. honest but it's here pure. we are it's pure but I've had to learn a lot and I think it was good because I did need those few months to kind of work through some things in our life and process some things and continuing to work through some things in my life but coming up stronger than I was and that's all by the grace of God and you know I can say for sure <laughs> hoping Noah here doesn't break my mic um, that I'm only here by the grace of God Absolutely. I'm only where I am mm -hmm. today Amen. with the things that have happened in my life I'm only here because of the grace of God this is one of those but God moments in yes. my life a big chunk of my life is that way yeah, so that's where we are. So life just keeps moving forward. We keep moving forward. The podcast keeps moving forward. So now we get to figure out what we're going to dive in, what we're going to kind of, uh, where we're going to go from here. Um, I, so kind of how I had mentioned, we had some structural changes and Cole kind of talked about that a little bit. We just had some shifts, some alterations with the foundation of it, with the values of the podcast and so introducing our roles so you kind of know the structure behind this so carter and noah they're kind of going to be the executive episode directors so he they're both going to work together on bringing you spiritual knowledge different words from the lord whatever they're kind of gathering they are both very spiritually well people i look up to them as spiritual leaders they're both going into ministry they have a heart of for the lord so i'm just excited to see what they're going to do through that and then cole is our di um, director and producer so any really awesome music um the edits all of that is all going to be done by him he is kind of the brains behind everything so he makes the, basically the whole project come together. Mm -hmm. He's the glue, I would definitely yeah. say. He's a talented young man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but then I'm kind of going to be what we're going to kind of consider our marketing manager. I'm doing the social medias, which you all see, and the different scheduling and behind the scenes. So I'm very excited to kind of see where we're all going to go with this, but... Yeah, just kind of wanted to give you guys an update of where you're going to see each of us work for the podcast. So, and keeping in mind that we are students, we have jobs and all these things, we want you guys to feel prioritized as well. So, we're kind of giving you guys an inside scoop as well. So, that's my piece. Yeah, that's all 
fun stuff. And, you know, I guess in all fairness, not everybody's going to be super interested to know the logistics, but some people are. So yeah. it's just kind of fun information to share, figuring out some structure. We want to be able to... In other words, if, you, if you're still here and you haven't exited yet... <laughs> thank you, okay. guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But this, you know what? This is, this is the pilot for the season. So it's going to be a little bit slower. We're just kind of easing our way into things. But we've got some really cool things that are going to be coming up this season. So uh, first thing I guess I want to say to people listening is uh, we have a thing on Spotify where you can kind of ask us a question or you can reach out to us on social media. So my, my question to you guys... So I'm, I guess I'm going to ask a question and I want you guys listening to answer it through these. Who do you want us to bring on the show? Who do you want to hear from? What do you want to see? Mm, All yes. Those different things. Where would you like to see the show go? What direction would you like to see? Because we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to crank out as many episodes as we did the last season we were doing like every two weeks. And I think that burned all of us out trying to figure that out. We just want to feel more intentional, be able to spend our time being able to be spiritually sound be able to pour into you guys the way that we feel you deserve so we're just going to take our time uh probably month by month unless we have some cool special things pop up so yeah so thanks for your guys patience exciting things on the horizon so i'm checking my time here oh look at that we've been going for like 15 minutes already so that's exciting yeah, I'd like to say there's a lot of exciting stuff coming, to, especially to our social media. Like Cole mentioned, we have a bunch of... If you hear sirens, it's not for us. I mean, there's someone out there. Sorry. Coming. I figured coming for us. Yeah, not oh. coming for, I hope not. Um, but, yeah, anyway. <laughs> that the um, Spotify questions are really impactful for us as well because we really love to hear what you guys think. I'd also like to mention that this isn't like for a specific age group. This isn't for the elderly. This isn't for the, you know... Um, young adults this is for the it's for everybody it's whatever whoever the lord impacts through this podcast but again we would like to kind of promote in a sense our social media our facebook our instagram that reagan's going to be running um, we plan on doing a lot of stuff through that so stay tuned with that if you haven't followed us already please do that um, as soon as you can and we're gonna work through that i'm super excited about it that's one of the things when we talked about it i was most excited about just because um, social media is, is a big thing in our culture today and i think it'll bless and help other people listening to kind of see our faces and understand what we're talking about and things that have been in our heart and all of that so a lot to come stay tuned we promise to not abandon you again <laughs> we have a plan in this time and we also really do have exciting things coming up except for just the podcast so um we love you and we thank you for listening to us if you're still here um, yeah. but yeah so that's kind of what i was thinking and you kind of hit on the point of the question so I, i'd really love to especially me and carter you know mm -hmm. the study and we would like to have the lord reveal stuff to us that you guys want to ask that we didn't know about and just us as a whole as a team we would want to know what god's been putting on your heart and things that you might be confused about and also just a good disclaimer, <laughs> we're, we're not, you know, we, we're in college, we're still learning the scriptures, we're still learning theology, so I so want you guys to recognize that we're not going to be absolutely on the dot perfect with what we say, but we are really relying on the Spirit and the Lord to move our hearts and the scriptures to come alive to us and explain what you guys may be confused about. So again, ask questions, follow us on socials, and we'd love to um, keep in touch with you guys as well. So I think the way that Noah hit on this which is that the scriptures themselves are going to be the most impactful mm -hmm. thing for you guys. We just want to mm -hmm. be able to give you our thoughts and it helps us. We learn as we go. 
Um, it gives us a chance to be able to dive into scripture as a group, as a community, but also be able to talk to you guys. I mean, like I kind of had said prior, and our pastor, Pastor Rick here at Christ Place, talks a lot about how he's not God. Mm-hmm. He is a vessel that the Lord is using him, and we want to see you guys be able to take what we say and go pray about it, be able to dive in yourselves. And so that's the whole point of us being able to come to you with scripture. The The point is to never see ourselves as, in a way, God. Mm-hmm. Be able to interpret it the way that we're going to, but it might mean something else for you guys. So that's going to be the most impactful is take what you can from our podcast, but the whole foundation of it is we just want to see you guys grow as believers, be faithful brothers and sisters in Christ with you guys. So speaking from a social media standpoint, if something stands out to you guys, if something hits you guys, or if you guys have any thoughts, you guys can always message us. You guys can always reach out. We'd love to pray with you guys, be able to support you guys in the way that you need, and be able to just hear what the Lord's doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. Yeah, it's perfect. Good stuff. So, if we're, we're going to keep going here. I got a question for you guys. I'm going to give you guys a second okay. to think about this. Okay. Okay. I want you guys to share, we'll go one at a time here, one thing that God has been speaking to you the last few months, because we have been gone for a while, and we want to be able to kind of dive into some things while we still have time here. So, what's one thing that God has been speaking to you the last few months, and Whoever wants to, it looks like Carter being start. and told by everybody. I can start us yep. out. She right. pointed her finger at me. Yep. All right, Carter. No. Um, kind of like how I said earlier, I've just been discovering more and more the power of the Lord's grace and just his everlasting love for me. And also the Lord's just been teaching me just the sweetness and like the power of the secret place. Like mm-hmm. Noah kind of touched on it a little bit at the beginning, but there's just some, I have the verse pulled up here. It's in Matthew 6, 6, it says, but when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private, then your father who sees everything will reward you. And the very first time I read that verse, I only looked at the last part. I was like, then your father who sees everything will reward you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, seek Jesus. He's going to bless me. He's going to give me this and that, the things I want. But then I don't know, just through this time, through these last couple of months, because I've dealt with a lot of just overwhelming fear and different things in my life. Whenever I go to the secret place, I've just like, I've literally been with the father and I've seen his love cover me. And there's things that like, there's a reason why it's the secret place. Like there's things that have happened that I'm only going to keep between me and the Lord that have just been so beautiful. It is also just creates an intimacy of, you know, a time for me to worship the Lord Mm -hmm. and for him to pour his grace upon me. Um, but just in that secret place, I've just really learned that the Father is always with me. His love is just something I'll never, ever be able to wrap my mind around. It's just such a such a beautiful thing. Um, and I also learned that, like, the power of speaking scripture over myself. Yeah, that's good. Because I've started, these last several months, I've specifically opened up Psalms, and I just began praying the Psalms out loud to myself. And there's so, I believe there's so much power in speaking scripture over ourselves and using that as a prayer model. model. Um, but yeah, that's just that in a nutshell. It's beautiful. It's really good. I think it's really cool as like a family, 
um, an academy in our church here at Christ Place. And there's this podcast just to see how far we've grown just within a short few months mm -hmm. in the scriptures, in God's presence and his intimacy with us and all of those things, because each of us have grown in some sort of capacity. And that's what I love about to take time really and think about the sanctification process that the Lord walks us through. Um, something in my life for these past few months that the Lord's been really moving my heart with and it's super exciting and it's just super like uplifting is so I went to um, the upper room end of year conference and I know I talk about them a lot I know I um, I know but their ministry is really it's different and it, it's so spirit-led and it's so and it's not the people that you know I'm obsessed with it's it's how God works in those people's lives that blesses my life and the way God speaks through their ministry in my life so if you see my social media, you know I'll post it a lot, but I'm not ashamed because I love the way that God speaks to me through their ministry specifically. But their kind of slogan, I guess, in the conference in just total is Psalms 132, 3 through 5, um, when David says, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not allow my eyes to sleep or my eyelids to slumber until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. And I think that's something that's been hitting my heart because each of us as believers, like the Lord dwells in our hearts, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And we want to, um, at the very beginning of the creation story, God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the night. And that's just something that I'm excited about for the new heavens and new earth. But in the now, um, in a sense, we are that, we're, we're the garden in our hearts as a body we are the garden where god can come to us and rest with us and and guide and lead us and this calmness this stillness that he brings to our hearts that hey you don't have to figure it out like let's rest together let's walk mm -hmm. together let's take it day by day together and so that's just really blessed me as well and something i've been kind of shifting that i've been reading the gospel of luke and in luke 5 um Jesus is approaching um, Simon and uh, James and John and, and their boats. And it's, you guys are probably familiar with this story, but Jesus says, kind of shorten it. He says, um, he's t telling them about their nets. And he says, uh, he said this, Jesus said to Simon, put out, put out into deep water and let your nets for us catch. Master Simon said, we worked hard all night long and caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. And something that, um, I've thought about is being in the moment also with scripture is being thinking about what the disciples, what the apostles, um, how they were physically feeling and maybe mentally feeling because so many times I feel like we can gloss over the fact of like them being, Oh, I, I was afraid or he was afraid. He was, um, you know, he was joyful, whatever, but mm -hmm. what, what did they really go through? You know, what, what was that feeling like when they said, don't be afraid? Was it really like panicky? Was it, you know, I'm going to run away from the situation when they saw an angel. So when, Simon, you know, says we worked hard all night and caught nothing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets. What, first of all, what moved me is that I'm, I'm picturing them being like tired, like super tired, you know, working a 12 hour shift at, um, uh, you know, wherever you work, <laughs> but just working a really McDonald's, <laughs> wherever, like working a really long day and they're so exhausted. But what also just moved my heart is his obedience. And he says, but if you say so, I'll let down the nets. So they did this. You kind of know the story. Simon Peter, um, and then all of them began to uh, throw their nets out, and then a bunch of fish came to the point where the nets began to tear. And verse eight, it says, "When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' or he fell at Jesus's knees, um, and said, 'Go away from me, because I'm a sinful man, Lord.' For he, 
and all those, those with him were amazed. And, I can't read. <laughs> For he and all those who him were amazed at the catch of the fish they had taken. So were James, John, uh, Zebedee's son, who were Simon's partners. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on, you will be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, at, left everything, and followed them. So what, my last point here <laughs> with what stood out to me is that Peter went from being tired from living his life the way he was living it until he approached Jesus. And then when Jesus told him to do something, he obeyed it. And then he saw the benefits of the obedience that um, Jesus told him to do with catching the fish. But not only that, what I kind of wrote down is receiving Christ is life change. Receiving God is life change. So the more I receive God, the more I renew my mind with him, the more my life is going to change. And this is exactly what happened to Peter and, and these disciples. Um, their lives got Peter. This is a this is a sentence of repentance. Go away from me because I'm a sinful man, Lord. Mm-hmm. He he just simply honored the Lord and said, I'm not worthy to even you know go away from me because you've done such a great thing for me. And then at the end it says, then they brought the boats to land, left everything and followed him. So for me it's um, being approached, being a resting place for the Lord. But when I'm approached by God, when He's moving my heart, when I'm intimate with Him. When I'm walking with him so close that the, like Rick says, or pastor says, that the, you know, the dust from his sandals is just, just the dirt covers us that is coming from him. And so um, being so close with him and then leaving everything that he's called me to leave and just to follow him. Sometimes God is going to call us to leave things that we are super uncomfortable with leaving. But if it's God telling us to do it, then we need to do it. And so that's just been stuff on my heart these past few months and these few weeks. I know it's a lot, but. I'm excited to, these are the things that we're excited to share, and I hope you guys are also resonating with them, and um, I'm excited to hear your guys' stories as well, and blessings that you hear through this, so, Reagan. I'd probably say the biggest thing for me was randomly, kind of how Carter said, I just go back to Psalms, like, Mm -hmm, I pray that over myself, I speak that over myself, and the people that I very much care about. But I was reading Psalm 104, and it starts with, let all that I am praise the Lord. Mm. And then it ends with, let all that I am praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I work retail, but I also work at our church. So I, at the very beginning of my jobs, was very much allowing myself to be a Christian within the church and then be just a regular, regular old person outside. And when I would be working retail, I'd be like, oh, I'm just working for this giant company, like this giant Mm -hmm. retail company. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I bring in. It doesn't matter all of these things. It does matter because all I'm doing is praising the Lord. Yeah. All I'm doing is worship to the Lord. I feel like that's been my biggest thing recently is learning that everything I do and everything that I think everything I say is either worship to the Lord or it's basically just empty. It's nothing. So I would much rather be fulfilling and speak life, be able to live truth rather than just say things because I feel like it, do things because I don't. So my biggest revelation out of this was I was washing my dishes one time I was just doing dishes I was cleaning my kitchen and I felt the Lord say this is worship 
Mm-hmm. This is obedience. This is honor. Mm-hmm. This is respect. This is, like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just the sheer fact that everything that we do as Christ followers is worship to the Lord because we are followers of him. Mm-hmm. Just strictly because of that. So when I hear the phrasing in 104, especially because it begins and ends with this, and for those that don't know, when something is repeated within scripture, there's an emphasis to it. There's mm-hmm. an importance, there's a weight. So when I hear, let all that I am praise the Lord, not only is it all that I am, but all that I'm contributing, all that I'm bringing forth. So I could be making $6 at my retail place. But that belongs to the Lord. Mm -hmm. My work belongs to him. My words belong to him. So I want to live out, let all that I am praise the Lord. Because I am the Lord's. The things that are created are from the Lord. They're of the Lord. Every blessing that I have is a blessing Mm -hmm. from him. So the sheer fact that I get to live in a house, that I get to eat, that I get to shower and sleep in a bed is because of the Lord, is because of the blessings that he's created. So when I'm walking out into the, into the world and the whole point of me having a, a retail job, I don't need one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be within the world. If you surround yourself with only followers, that doesn't exactly help you grow all the time. So I've invited people to church. I have spoken truth over people. I've, people have come to me saying, oh, I'm going through a hard time. And I'm like, I'm praying for you. Like that's, that's the whole point is to be a vessel and an image of Christ. So I would much rather let all that I am praise the Lord than let all that I am be empty and not find fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So that's been my biggest thing is just allowing myself to be obedient and worship in everything that I do, whether that be dishes, whether that be at the retail job, whether that be on my hands and knees during a local missions or mm-hmm. a global missions, all that I am is praising the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's been my biggest That's thing. Good. That's really good. good. Oh, worship is beautiful, y'all. I <laughs> love it. I feel the spirit moving. <laughs> I love my goodness. I like to add just like what Reagan said. When she said that, the thing that popped in my mind, I don't know what scripture it is, but it talks about everything that you do um, do it as it is unto the Lord. Unto the Lord, yeah. yeah. Follow up with that. So yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> it's something that I struggle thinking of because I always think of the. Um, the future and not the now mm-hmm. so i'm thinking of you know pastoral ministry like when i'm in a church um you know leading a team or whatever something mm-hmm. like that i think that's when my work is blessed when reality when i'm like tossing mm-hmm. boxes all day when i'm shifting around boxes those are the hands that god's created me to do that yeah. specific work in this specific time and so i have to honor him with that and if i'm lazy with that then it's not honoring to him yeah. mm-hmm. it's just um i don't even i wouldn't even call it worship i would just call it selfishness because you're doing it for yourself yeah, yeah. and especially the heart when your heart's not aligned with doing it unto the lord because then your heart will be aligned to doing it unto money mm-hmm. and then that can also shift it and make it not worship and mm-hmm. so that's a really great great point is what you were saying and i'm yeah. glad that that's something that the lord's put on your heart because it's something that yeah. needs to put on all of our hearts when we're working yeah. and when we're doing things for him so mm-hmm. yeah that's good no i'm sorry about that you and i had the same no, ideas there, but the verses it's actually a verse that i use kind of as like one of the mottos of my own business mm-hmm. is Colossians three seventeen, and it says in the NLT translation, and whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through mm-hmm. him to God the Father. Yeah. Thank you. And my footnotes here, 
and just puts it as simple as what we've been saying. Whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. It means bringing honor to Christ in every mm-hmm. aspect and activity of your daily living. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, you represent Christ at all times. I haven't read this part yet. Just going to keep going. Keep going. Uh, wherever you go and whatever you say, what what impression do mm-hmm. people have of Christ when they see your talk? Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. And what changes could you make in your life in order to honor Christ? Mm. And that, that goes with the whole, that goes with the idea that, you know, you may be the only the only thing that people understand, like you may be the only vessel, mm-hmm. how to put this into words. You may be the only thing that people see that represent Christ. You may be the mm-hmm. only, the only Christian that they yes. even have in their life or the only interaction ever. And it's very important how you handle everything you do, especially with, mm-hmm. uh, other people that you interact with on the daily. So, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go into now, if you guys have any other thoughts on that. Oh, that's cool. Well, I was just going to say, like, just worshiping him and like we've been talking about, like working for him, it's just such a, like an honor. And the thing is, and I've been thinking about this the last couple of days is like, God doesn't need me to do anything for mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. he's God and he's capable of doing it, but he has given me the privilege and he allows me to do it with him and mm-hmm. to do it. He gives me the privilege to do it for him. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Because, like, in John, I mean, Jesus even talks about it. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, even the smallest things, I'm, I'm beginning to realize it's, like, mm-hmm. if I don't have the Lord, if I don't do it in him and with him, like, it's almost in a way, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's almost like my worship in that to him is, like, in vain. Mm-hmm. That's like, good. it's empty. Yeah, you know. Good. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. But... Yeah. <laughs> no, I completely agree. I think with with something I've thought of is when Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. I think before coming to Christ and when we're not doing it as we're un- as it is unto him, mm-hmm. um, I think what he means by that, though, is like a heart, the heart posture of it. So apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing as in eternal things, heavenly mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I am the vine, you are the branches. So literally when our branch isn't connected, when people's branches who are unbelievers aren't connected to the vine, it can produce no good fruit. Mm-hmm. And so they're just doing it for themselves. They're doing it for others. They're doing it for personal gain. But it, like you said, Carter, it's such a beautiful thing with worship that we can do it unto the Lord and that it moves his heart. He is pleased with us when we truly our heart is positioned to do it for him. And I think that goes with everything. And it's a daily grind. It's a daily struggle to, you know, and that's just another testament why we need to lean on him. Because it is hard to not think about the next paycheck we're going to get because rents do, you know, or something like that. And so our hands are just for him. Um, In one of our classes, it's they were talking about how it should move from the, the head to the heart and then to the hands. Mm-hmm. And so when we're right up here, when we're right up in our brains, renewing the mind and trusting the Lord in our minds and allowing us to work for him, then that gets that plants a seed within our hearts to do those things for him and do it right. And then that goes to our hands to actually be active with it and move with it and work with it, mm-hmm. not just within the church, not just within ministry and the ministries we're in, but at a coffee shop, but at um, a retail store, but at a place, a warehouse, whatever it may be. And so I I love that so much that God lets us work for him, whether it is for the church or whether it is for just um, our daily. So if you guys listening are working anywhere other than a church or any, you know, place where you might not like it, just remember that you're doing it for him. You're not doing it necessarily for your boss. You're not doing it 
um, necessarily for that paycheck, but you're doing for the living God that honors when you work for him. And so that's a really good point, you guys. Yeah, I love that. Oh, and he blesses it too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh my mm -hmm. It's the saying that I feel like a lot of people use of be faithful with little and he'll give you much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where kind of how Noah was talking about where he's like, oh, it'll be blessed when I'm a pastor. Mm -hmm. It'll be mm -hmm. blessed when I'm within ministry. Mm -hmm. It's blessed now. Yeah. He's going then... to allow you and bless you with ministry because you were faithful outside of it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just come with nothing. You can't just not have a foundation and then yeah. you're a pastor. That's and then good. you lead a church, you lead a congregation, you lead a youth group, you lead a connect group. Mm -hmm. I think like that's just not how that pans out mm -hmm. unless you have a foundation rooted in the Lord, very spiritually sound. That's how you end up with the blessings yeah. that you end yeah. up receiving. That's really good. And that was um, definitely branching off of that now was actually the thing that, you know, I wanted to share that's kind of been stirring yeah. in yeah, myself recently was especially the last couple of weeks, I've really kind of learned the importance of, you know, you can't, especially spending time in the word or spending time with Christ. And it's you, you gotta, you gotta dwell in, in, in the Lord. You gotta, mm -hmm. you have to spend, you have to spend time with him. You can't, you can't go through life and not spend time with him. Cause you're just, you're just going to burn yourself out. And there's, you, you reap the benefits when you spend time with him too, but that shouldn't be the reason why you spend time with him, but you reap the benefits from God's word is meant to be daily bread, not cake for special occasions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So well, can, it, I even, can I finish my, <laughs> okay. so, um, so even if it's just reading, reading a chapter of the Bible day, or even if it's just pulling up the Uversion app and reading the verse of the day, and then spending a few minutes praying, start somewhere. And that's hard. It can be hard to get into that. So for those of you who are listening, don't don't feel ashamed about that because it, it takes time. to. And I'll be honest, I have a hard time motivating myself to do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Last night, I, d I didn't motivate myself and I didn't do my scripture reading like I should have. I'm guilty, you know? Mm -hmm. But you just, just got to start somewhere. So I'll stop rambling, Carter. If you had, you had No, I was just going to say I strongly believe it all comes down to a daily planting in him. Because mm -hmm. like you mentioned like fresh bread. So I was listening to this podcast the other day and they talked about how like, I don't even know, like way back in the Bible days when they made bread, they had to like eat it right away. Cause you know, nowadays like in stores, you can like package it. It can yeah. stay for, there's something in it that keeps it good for, you know, longer amount of time. But back in the Bible days, they couldn't store it. Like it would get moldy super easily and stuff. But then the word talks about how the Lord gives us our daily bread. Like it's fresh every day. It's new every day. And then I stumbled across this verse just now. It says, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They're like trees planted along the river bank, river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. And it's just like mm -hmm. we as Christ followers are to have this daily planting of like being at the river bank. It's going to be his word and his spirit who fills us up, who like produces this fruit within us it's just such a i don't know it's just such a beautiful thing i love it tied to that i notice as well that it matters where you're planted too uh -huh. it yeah. matters where uh -huh. you're finding your roots uh -huh. because if you're not on the riverbank if you're not by water that is going to be nutrient nutrients for you 
you're, you're gonna, not going to receive You're going to dry up real fast. You're mm-hmm. going to find yourself in the drought. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find yourself without any of the food that's going to sustain you. Yes. But where you place yourself, and I know trees don't actually have a choice of where mm-hmm. they're planted, but we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. we get to choose who we surround ourselves with, what we surround ourselves mm-hmm. with, what we ingest, whether that be eyes, mouth, ears. What we take mm-hmm. in, we produce. Yeah. So that tree is taking in water because it knows that's what's sustaining it. Yeah. Whereas we need to take in our water mm-hmm. and bread for it to be our nutrients, mm-hmm. for it to be our sustenance. There's so, a why, there's a reason yeah. why he says he's food and drink. Yes. Like, yes. literally. Yep. You guys know the, uh, I think it's a nursery rhyme, oh, be careful, little lies what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like back when yep. I was a Banger kid. of a song. It, 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 but Banger. there's so much truth yeah. to mm-hmm. that song. There's so much truth to what you see and what you consume. Mm-hmm. And God God calls us to be in the world, to be with the people in the world. But, doesn't, but it, he doesn't call us to be of the world. He doesn't call mm-hmm. us to... He doesn't call us to be like the world, but we need to... So, yes, be with the people that we need to be a witness to. But also... Also surround yourself with people who are going to build you up and lift you up go That's go beautiful. to go to church read your bible mm-hmm. call somebody if you have to you know don't mm-hmm. let yourself slide down a path i, I think I'm, I'm going in a weird direction i'm gonna bring my thoughts back here i'm gonna try to but sur- surround yourself with people who are gonna lift you up and mm-hmm. if you don't have that then i would encourage you to go looking for it and that may seem like a challenge but you will find it you know and pray about it and even if it's as simple as going to your local church you know Mm -hmm. there's going to be there's there's going to be somebody there yeah and if not then is it really a healthy church yeah i would say surround yourself with people also like adding to that to like love and you know uh speak life into you and those types of things but love surround people those same people i believe should you know rebuke you should mm-hmm. get you back on the right path, should teach you, should um, guide, just like the Word does. I mean, when we're in the Word and we know the Word, um, we should also do the same things the Word says. So when the Word se- tells us to get someone back on the right track, to you know call somebody out of their sin, then we, then we have to do that as friends. We have to do that as a community of people that Cole was talking about. Yeah. And so you guys um, who are surrounding yourselves with um, people that love you, who, who speak life into you, those same people also need to call things out of you in, in a loving mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And I think our culture today has become like the cancel culture and the I get hurt by every little thing that says to me culture. There is a loving way to go about it. And yes, there is also a way, like a hurtful way to go about it. Mm-hmm. But scripture talks about the loving way to go about it. And the loving way to go about it is to speak life, but also um to speak things out of somebody that needs to come out mm-hmm. of them that the Lord's put in their hearts to, Hey, you need to remove this. And so that's what I love about these people around me. And I've, so the Lord's taught me is I do need to humble myself before him and before my peers to speak life into me and say, Hey, Noah, like you're going down this path. I see you're going down and I just want to call you out it mm-hmm. out of it in a loving way because it's not healthy and it's not good. It's not biblical mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But like I said, you can't, we can't be so offendable because Jesus was offensive, you know, to the Pharisees and to people who didn't agree with him. They gnashed their teeth at him. Like that's how much his words cut their hearts. And so with people who we surround ourselves with, we'll need to do that exact same thing. 
Um, because to me, if they don't, then they're, they're holding back a piece of their love for me. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's scriptural, it's biblical. We need that. But yeah, surround yourself with those people. First and foremost, find that intimacy, intimacy with him. Like Harder was saying, that secret place. Go to that spot where you go to pray and um, feast on the Lord's word. Um, speak with him. He wants to hear from you. He's not a God that's so distant, so far. He, he's so close. And if we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. It's this abiding. It's this com- perfect communion. Mm-hmm. It's this perfect intimacy, that a relationship. And that's something I've learned is that you can't have a relationship that's one-sided. Like yeah. the Lord isn't just going to keep reaching out, reaching out, reaching out. when we have mm-hmm. no interest in reaching back out to him. And so I, I love the way that the God of the universe, um, the God of heaven and earth went about this. So, yeah, it's really good. That's good, but you there there is a level of caution there, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you absolutely you need to speak the truth, and you have to call people out on it. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to push them away because yes. you're also called to be a witness to them. Mm-hmm. So absolutely call them out. I'm not denying scripture at all. It's right there in the scriptures. In fact, Noah has a you have it open to that page, don't you? Right? No, um, not really. <laughs> I just took a total guess. No, this was Luke. I, I mean, hey, he was blasphemy. Luke. He was calling Peter. Hey, it's written on our hearts. That's all that matters. He was speaking yeah. Peter out of the boat. Yeah. So. But either way, you you you've got to be cautious there yeah. because you can call people out, but you also have to do it in a loving way. Yes. Because this is an excuse to go be a, an offensive person. No. This is this is you you got to do it because Jesus. Jesus called people out, but he did it in a loving way. He was yeah. never truly rude about it. He was never, he showed righteous anger. He didn't show unrighteous anger. Yeah. When he flipped the tables in the temper, that was a re- temple. That was a righteous anger. That wasn't, that wasn't a, a selfish or an, a mm-hmm. bad anger, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, just be careful and really lean on the Lord's guiding with that. The Holy Spirit's guiding. Because he will give you the words to say, and I promise you, he'll convict you when you say the wrong things. So, like Cole said, be cautious with it, but don't don't walk on eggshells when you want to confront somebody necessarily. Um, if you're confident that the spirits told you something, approach them, and the other person should go according to scripture where it says test all things. So, um, it's a it's a mutual, just like with the relationship with the Lord, it's it's mutual, and so yeah, be cautious, but also um, do what the Lord's told you mm-hmm. to do. So yeah. I remember um, when, when it comes to, you know, listening to the Lord and being a witness. And I remember it was my one of the pastors from my former church who I think it'd be great to get on the show sometime. Mm-hmm. But he, he was talking about, and this is kind of a different topic, so I'm going to wrap this up. But it came to my mind, so I'm going to share it. But he was talking about, I think he got out of the hospital. I don't remember if he was there for somebody else or what was the deal. But he saw a lady sitting outside and he felt the urge, you know, oh, I need to go ask her if I can pray with her. Mm-hmm. And it was like the Holy Spirit was asking him to do that. So he did it, but she said no. And like, it's like she got upset, I think. And she like walked away. And it's like, well, that's, it's like, oh, that seems like it's a, a downer. or That seems like it's a bummer. And it's like, that seems like, oh, it's kind of, but it wasn't like non-productive because he did what God asked him to do. Yeah, that's great. And regardless of the outcome, you still got to do what God asks you to do. Because you know what? that planted a seed in that woman's head so can i say one more thing yep we got i feel like the lord's put on my heart um if there's a listener out there and because i know we talked about the secret place a lot um but if you were to go to that place wherever it may be whether it's in your room or at a park or somewhere in your church like go into it with the expectation of seeking his presence 
and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Like, because he will, he won't hide from you. He'll reveal himself to you. He'll show you his power and his love. Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe like he'll bless you through that. In that. But anyways, that's good. All right. Anybody else have any other thoughts? We don't want to. I don't want to shut this down. If you have any other thoughts you want to share, so. No, I I just. I love. I mean, this has been such a great first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is something that. (laughs) Again, I think it's like super exciting for I'm not saying Reagan and Cole don't love the scriptures and don't love studying, but with me and Carter's specific role, I think it's perfect for us because we do love the scripture so much. We can talk about we all can talk about it all day. Um, but I think that's something to stay tuned for is all of us speaking. I think that's something I did mention at the beginning is we want to do more of this book. We don't want to, not like necessarily a Bible study, but we want to mm-hmm. reveal this scripture more than we did in the past seasons. So we're super excited to un- reveal these things to you that the Lord's put on our hearts. Um, we're super excited for the things to come. If you are just tuning in and you missed or you forgot about what's to come in the future, rewind and <laughs> Real, run it back. Yeah, run it back. We don't want to go over it again. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely revisit some topics. Yeah. Though some of those yeah, topics we could go into so much depth. Yeah, yeah so, it was yeah. so good. So guys, we we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, even if it's one listener, whether it's ten thousand, we we appreciate every single soul that is listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we're we are really relying on the Holy Spirit, uh, the Lord, to guide this podcast. And on our own actions, what I kind of felt like we did a little bit before. Um, so we're really being intimate with Him and letting Him use this for His glory and His kingdom, and see what He wants to do with it. But we're excited for the guests. We're excited for all of this stuff to come i'm super excited to be a part of this once again and again pay attention to social media or else Reagan is just gonna it. quit and it's just <laughs> what our instagram is what just add awakening the podcast yep all right facebook same uh, thing i don't yep. know I, I follow it but sometimes i get lost but anyway that's what i have to say anybody else nope just <laughs> thanks for listening all right that's so, good thanks for listening guys love thanks you bye 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 guys bye.